TV shows and general geek news. <laughs> All that other stuff. And fairly how elves set Josh Harry in the Goblet of Fire. Yeah, we were talking about the difference between the books and the movies of Harry Potter and talking about Winky the house elf. Well, because the Hogwarts had a kitchen. Yeah, and the, yeah, so, they were and all, all the elves. elves right. The elves work behind the scenes to clean the castle right. and cook all the food, and so all the all the food on the plates of the dom was made by the elves. But the thing I don't understand is they snap their fingers. How much work is that? Like, oh, Dobby's fingers are so tired from all the snapping. Ouch! Got couple to the left. Oh, Miss Hermione, can I please stop? My fingers are tired. Like, what the freaking do? <laughs> Obviously, slavery is wrong, but I'm just saying, they snap their fingers and do stuff. It's Master not... Tom, can I please stop making your chicken and dumplings? No! My fingers are tired. Keep making snappy. <laughs> I don't think I can snap anymore. It's how. Use your other hand. <laughs> Alright, so we we are broadcasting live from the Celto Grey in Punagorda time. We always broadcast live. <laughs> We're just at a different location. We're usually at the Matt Cave. At the Matt this, Cave. This time we are at... Uh, Isn't that where you and the Reverend recorded that one time? We did. We were out on the path. We were outside, though. Yeah, we're not going to get any truck noises no. this time. <laughs> Thank goodness. So, uh, if you hear background noise, that that's what's going on. Tom needed his uh, alcohol fix. You invited me here. <laughs> anything, I needed my pup fix. All right, yes. Uh, it has been a while Which since I was, we've been here. I've, I was here on Saturday, so... Oh, really? Yeah. What were you doing Saturday? Why didn't you invite me? Me and my friend Jay Orden, we went and hung out. No, oh, thanks for the And invite. you were working. I was working, actually. See? So shut your face. Uh, no. See? See how that feels? Wait, did I work Saturday? You just said you worked six days in a row before we started I did, but I think I worked during the day. I don't think I worked at night. Uh, I worked during the day. But I did something at night. I don't remember what it was now. And it's all my days are so blended together. I probably slept. There you go. We were going to go see a movie together, me and the girls, but it, did we go see a movie? No. He's not talking to me, by the way. I don't know who he's talking to. He's, my, my wife and I were going to go see The Bad Times at El Royale, yeah. but we didn't end up going to see oh, it. Yeah, that's out. Let me give you guys your cards back. There you go. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> oh. Um, but I think we just stayed home and watched TV, maybe. I don't, I don't remember. I don't think anybody cares, though. I'm the one who's hung up on this right now. Yeah, you are. Speaking of TV, Tom. Yes. TV pick of the week. Oh, wow. We're we jumping we right have some, We kind of jib-jab for a while. <laughs> we just weren't jib-jabbing. <laughs> it's only, we've only been potting for like three minutes. Uh, what have you been up to other than going to the bar and not inviting me? See how sad it is? <laughs> you do crap with me all the, without me all the time. I know. And you always give me a hard time about it. Yeah, I do it once. So guess what? Payback's the bitch, bitch. I think last week you went somewhere and didn't invite me to, though. I don't think so. I'm uh, always hanging out with you, friends that don't like me. Don't like the loud mouth. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, are you, uh... 
what have you? So you were playing some hardcore video games. Oh yeah. So you got the new Assassin's Creed, right? No. Nope. Did you get that yet? No. no. Spider Man. No. Yeah, I got Spider Man and Mega Man. Yeah. I actually, Mr. Tommy Two Stars, was playing Spider Man at P Diddy's house. Yeah, I knew about that too. <laughs> I can't keep secrets from me. I got, I got my sources. Yeah, Larry probably. <laughs> no, Miss Mad Man. Oh, okay. Um, we had a good time, and yeah. I actually I played all the way through to the scene where you get to be Mary Jane. The first time. Yeah, the first okay. time. So about three hours of gameplay. Yeah. I beat the whole Kingpin episode. Yeah, it's and like all that. that's how it started. It's a great way to start. It's kind of fun. It is how it starts off. It's pretty fun. The gameplay on the game is pretty great, and the it's fighting fun. sequences. And if stuff you're used like to that. the Arkham style gameplay, Batman Arkham, you'll get used to this pretty quickly. I caught on very quick. Yeah. Um, I didn't like how complicated it was when you have to pause and all the upgrades and your. Yeah. points, and you gotta flip back to screen to screen. I thought that was a little complicated. Um, but right, okay. the maps and stuff. I didn't find it that complicated. But yeah, but you know me. Uh, I like simple games. Very simple. Very, very simple. A, side a button attacks. B button activates Jumps. pants power. Yeah, that's that. <laughs> <laughs> Move the joystick. <laughs> I like simple games. So those, uh, when I'm having the push seven buttons at yeah, once. There's a, there's a lot, like almost every bit. button does something. Yeah. So it's, it's a little more complicated than your average Joe Vigil game. So you were saying that Mega Man was pretty difficult. Did you end up beating it that It was. Yet? I did. I beat it last week. So I okay. just kind of powered through it and it's just like, eventually you can kind of upgrade him and he gets all these things and then, and then it gets a lot easier. So once I got a good rhythm of beating the bosses and going to the next boss and that power beats that one. Because I don't know if you, have you played a lot of Mega Man? Not really. Okay, so the way it works, it's kind of like a rock, paper, scissors type thing. You beat a boss, you get a power, and that power is strong against another boss, and then you kind of go mm-hmm. from that boss to boss to boss. And so once I got in a good rhythm of fighting boss, because the levels seemed longer than they did back in the day, so they were just kind of hard. There were still like side-scrollers and mm-hmm. stuff, though? I like that they kept the formula of the classic Mega Man side-scroller. Nice. Did it have a pretty decent storyline to it? I always yeah. felt the Mega Man storylines were kind of lacking a little. I mean, they were very basic, but yeah, I didn't really need one. Okay, it's it's the same formula as all the other Mega Mans. Wily turns good robots bad. You have to fight the bad robots to fight Wily. Gotcha. Okay, it's kind of like Bowser. Yeah, Mario. A little pretty bit. much. Yeah. Pete P- Diddy's playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yeah, he said it's pretty awesome. It looks. Uh, there's been go getting a lot of good reviews. And stuff. And You're a Spartan. You're a Spartan. Spartan in the Sparta. Spada. What is a there's a what what is a big quote for oh this is Sparta Sparta Say say that like Bill Cosby. This is Sparta How would uh our Schwarzenegger sound? Sparta Winnie the Pooh? Sparta like Winnie the Pooh is getting like Eaten or something. Oh, <laughs> oh Bob. Yeah. Oh, Sparta. All right, so now can we do the TV pick of the week? All right, I'm ready. <laughs> Don't you know that you're a grown-up? Hey there, Deep Fried Geeks fan. I want to take just a second to tell you about something you didn't know you were missing. 
I'm John, and along with Mo. Hey, everybody. And George. Hey, how's it going, guys? We are Gen X Grown Up. Gen X Grown Up is a website, YouTube channel, and audio podcast by and for Generation Xers, kids of the late 70s and early 80s who may have grown older but have refused to grow up. Every week on our podcast, we cover media, games, tech, toys, comics, games, and pop culture of yesterday and today through the eyes of guys who grew up loving that stuff. And every other week, we do a backtrack where we pick a single nostalgic topic from our youth and dig in deep. You can find us anywhere you listen to your podcasts or find us right on our website at genxgrownup.com. If you're a Generation Xer or know someone who is, I hope you'll check out Gen X Grown Up. Your dinner cannot just be french fries. TV pick of the week. Yeah, change the channel. To- awesome. What are you? Oh, that was good. What are you watching? I'm watching The Hollow. Oh, didn't you? You some finish that? No, I just started like two days ago. I thought we last time we potted, you talked about you. Started I talked about it. maybe starting. Oh, okay, it. so you just started two yeah. days ago. What episode are you on? Uh four or five. Okay, you're almost halfway finished. Yeah. Though. It's very interesting. Are you starting to figure out what it is, or kind of, kind of? Still very like strange and quirky. Yeah. So you haven't figured it out of where they are? Yeah. No. Okay. I figured you'd figure it out pretty quick. No. Alright, let me know when you figure it out. Okay. It's good though. What's your who's your favorite character? They're all very goofy. I like Kai just because he's like so stupid, yeah. but he's like funny at the same time. I like the what the black kid, what's his name? There is no black kid. You mean the tannish kid, the Adam? Tannish kid, yeah. <laughs> Not racist. <laughs> Only racists say that. <laughs> the Tannish kid. It's yeah. Adam, Adam, yes. Adam. I like Adam. Yeah. Adam was cool. And He's brave like very and agile and strong and brave. Yeah. Kind of a badass. Yeah. Um, have you gotten to uh, the, the part with the tree yet? Yes, that's the episode I just got to where they have to go fight the... The demon, the demon plant, the demon monks, or whatever. Or whatever. Did, yeah, did you get to that fight scene yet? No, it's they just they just announced scene. that the de- they got to the the city in the clouds. That's the last part I just saw. Okay, as they climb the chains. So it's very interesting. It's fun. The animation is kind of interesting. It's I mean, it's not the best, but yeah, it's enough to keep me captive. You gonna finish it? Yeah, I'll about finish it. I've been watching a couple different things. Um, Doctor Who. Doctor is Who. out, so uh, they've only obviously they're releasing. It's normal TV, so they're releasing an episode a week. So yeah. the second episode just came out on Sunday. Good old Jodie Whittaker, and uh, it's interesting because it's Jodie, a woman this yeah, time around, right. right? So a lot of people have issues with it. I don't really have any issues with it. The only, the only thing is that would be that I have an issue with is if that defined the character. Right. Where if all she ever did was talk about women-y stuff, women-y stuff and periods. And <laughs> oh no, I have to go into the TARDIS to get more women. <laughs> I have to get my tampons on the TARDIS. The sonic tampons. Yeah. Or, or <laughs> the sonic tampons. <laughs> we found the title of the new episode. <laughs> I have to get my sonic tampons. <laughs> But um, with, with that being said, she's brilliant. Um, yeah, I've heard that she's yeah, a very, she's very good. Yeah, she's doing a really good job. She's like a mix between 9, 10, and 11, and 12. Oh, wow. She's okay. like, she's very tenity, where she talks really, really fast. 
she gets on that kick where she like thinks of something and talks really fast. She's goofy like Eleven. Mm-hmm. She's clumsy like Eleven. But then she's got a little bit of dark side like Twelve, where she'll okay. snap on people and tell them off. Okay. Um, and then she and then she gets those troubled stares like Nine does. Oh. So um, I'm really enjoying it so far. The first episode, I cried about two or three times. Yeah. Wow. The writing is really good. Um, that was the problem I had with the last seasons with Capaldi, is I really liked Capaldi, our 12th Doctor, but the Stephen Moffat writing just got old after a while. Because yeah. even when he, when he was writing for Matt Smith, there was episodes where it was very wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey, and back it's and just, forth. There's always problems. There's no whimsy episodes a lot of the right. time. And now they're starting to do the whimsy episodes okay. again. And so... Uh, it was very. The first episode was a little deep, and they got these new companions that really work well. There's an older guy named Graham, mm-hmm. and then his step grandson, and step then grandson. Yeah, that's a weird dynamic. Because, very. Because his, I don't know any like kid who like hangs out with their step grandparent. Well, he ended up doing it. Well, yeah, I don't want to give spoilers. Okay. But in the first episode, it, the grandma is involved. But in the okay. second episode, the grandma's not. And so, um, and so there's that kind of the grand, the step grandpa and the kid don't get along well. Yeah. And so there's that dynamic and their relationship growing. And then there's a cop who's Yaz, who's the female. Okay. And they meet from the first episode, but they, her and the younger kid, I can't remember his name right now, have a relationship from school. So they went okay. to school together. So oh, okay. and then, so well, the how first, old's the kid then? Or the how old are they then? 20s. Okay. Oh, okay. Early 20s, probably. Um, did you know Jodie Whittaker is my age, too? She's 35. Really? Yeah, she looks good. She was that young. She looks good. Um, she's, uh, she's, she's very good. And the second episode was great. There's a lot of dark elements, and she's missing the TARDIS, so she's going to find the TARDIS. Oh, interesting. And it's, uh, it's great. She's doing a wonderful, wonderful job. Anybody who's hating on her can... They're just doing out of spite at that point. Yeah, I, I, I really, they're not giving it a chance. And, and you know me, if if I really thought they were trying to push an agenda, I'd say it. Yeah, because that was my issue with Supergirl, and that's why I stopped watching Supergirl. Is I liked Supergirl, but I was tired of getting their agenda pushed down my throat. And the same thing with Luke Cage, like just pushing that agenda down my throat. So, um, <laughs> both the agendas that don't fit you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you were a black woman, you'd be perfect for both of those. But you're not, so it doesn't work. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a white, privileged, fat American. <laughs> Man who... McDonald's uh, forever. <laughs> hey, if they want to push the agenda of McDonald's, I'm down. Um, and then the other thing I'm watching is a little bit more original and different. It's called The Curious Creations of Christine McConnell. I saw the trailer for that, yeah. It is weird. It looks very, very it's weird. It's very, very weird. It's super original. I did a little bit of research on it, and she actually had what started as an Instagrammer. Okay. So she's on Instagram, oh, wow. and she okay. would do all these creations and spooky stuff and arts and crafts and foods to put them on Instagram, and she just got big. She got, like, almost half a million followers. Wow. It did some other things, and I guess they gave her own Netflix show. If so that's all it takes. I mean, Netflix... Just, just invest in some funny yeah, geeks. Right? We'll, we'll, I know. we'll give you some, we'll give you some views. <laughs> Winky wink. <laughs> we'll do anything you want. 
<laughs> um, we'll even push agendas. <laughs> Any agenda you thing. want pushed, we'll push it. <laughs> we'll push it real good. Sonic tampons. <laughs> That's an agenda, but all right. Sonic Tempo. Brought to you by Tempex. So basically... (laughs) We should do their own ads. We made up crap. Um, So basically, what it is, is it's like Martha Stewart. Uh Uh-huh, right. You ever watch Martha Stewart Living, the TV show? It was a good thing. Where she would, like, cook. (laughs) (laughs) She would do cooking, and then she'd do some arts and crafts. So it's a mix between Martha Stewart... And They're the in the big blue house in the Adams family. Yeah, yeah, I would say that's a very perfect it's, way to describe it. Because there's there's puppets. Yeah, she right. interacts yeah, the with these puppets or whatever, and stuff. Yeah. Oh, they're puppets, puppets. Oh, they're puppets, puppets? Yeah. Okay. Well, there's puppets, and then there's like a toy that they move. Yeah. And the kid's face might be a little animatronic. But the other two are definitely puppets. It's like werewolves. and Yeah, a werewolf, a dead raccoon slash cat. Okay. Slash skunk that she brought back to life. Oh, like a Frankenstein? Yeah. And then, um, Monster, and then, uh, and then a cat, like an Egyptian cat, like a mummified okay. cat. Um, and then she has like a guy, like a love interest later on and stuff. So basically, it's a cooking and craft show with a story. With a weird, the story. Okay. So there's an overarching story. Each episode has little mini stories, and then it has an overarching story of her finding love and meeting this guy. But the story never really fully takes over. It's always it always goes back to the. the All right, let's see this this one I made today. Yeah, and so when she starts cooking, does he like me? Does he want me? It kind of not. Let's make some biscuits that look like (laughs) mummies. Yeah, and then and then the the my favorite part is like the uh, creatures will comment on her while she's cooking. Yeah, and like they'll always make comments about like. Who is she talking to? And stuff like <laughs> That's that. That's kind of funny. So it's, it's very self-aware. Yeah, almost it's very self-aware. And she's she's a little crazy and talks about like being a mass murderer and being turned on by serial killers and stuff. It's definitely probably PG thirteen. Um, oh, well, definitely. But it's I guess it's worth a watch. It's it's very original. But okay. you have to be able to watch the whole lady. So it's like Elvira if she cooked food. Yeah, okay. yeah, probably. It's de- it's definitely different. But I finished that already. There's only eight episodes. Oh, okay. That's they're like that 20 many. minutes a piece. Yeah. Wow. So. I don't know if they're doing that a lot. With There's a lot of newer shows that are kind of shorter and they're not I doing I love them. Many. They're very bingy. Yeah. Uh, that's just, very smart. Nom, 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 nom. Just chew them right up like Santa tampons. Donnie tampons. I don't know if that's something you can really chew on, sir. Or want to. We love you, Jody Winker. Um, yes, we do. So were you watching anything else? She's so pretty. What? Were you watching anything else? Or is that pretty much it? That's pretty much the main thing I'm watching. Yeah. Everything else is video game related. Gotcha. Alright. Movie pick of the week. Woo! Ooh, we watched a movie, Tom. We watched a movie. We watched movies. Batman. Tell him about the movie. We watched a movie that was like a turd in the wind. <laughs> turd in the wind. He says that, remember? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he said, he, I remember it was, it was weird. We watched Venom, if Venom. you couldn't uh, guess. So I've had some time to think about it. Okay, you've, you've, you've thought about it. You've let it simmer a little bit. I did. Mulled so, it over. Uh, Venom get a lot of bad reviews. 
Really? So it got a lot of bad reviews. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 30. Yes, the critic score. Yeah, the critic score, The fan score score was like 96. It was pretty high. Did you hear about the controversy behind the critic score? No. So, uh, Lady Gaga fans and people that, because A Star is Born is coming out. Yeah. People from the production company of A Star is Born was telling people to give Venom negative reviews uh-huh. so they would get a bad score so people would go see A Star is Born instead of Venom. Huh. And so supposedly a lot of these critics and stuff were bought out or paid for by the production company to give Venom bad reviews on purpose is that's, what they're saying. That's, I hope that's wrong. But. But I'm not. A part of me kind of believes not it. overly yeah. surprised, yeah. right? Yeah. But with that being said, I don't think it was a very critic movie. Like, from no. the outside in, I think critics would be like, this is garbage. Right. It's not, like, award-winning movie. No. It's, no, no, it's, not by any it's like, comic book movie. I didn't yeah. think, like, it's not Avengers. It's not, like, an overarching sad story. It's just fun action and it's just eating there. brains. It would have been a perfect summer movie. Yeah. It, rather rather agree, than yeah. them coming out during Halloween. And I maybe agree. they're trying to... Maybe that's why they wanted it to be later in the year. And they didn't want to like, compete with... Ant-Man, Ant-Man and, and Avengers, Jurassic yeah. World, and yeah. whatever else came out in the summer, which was a lot of stuff. A lot um, this year. So what was your overall feeling on it? I thought it was fun. So at first I was kind of like, well, Eddie's kind of an interesting character. I'm not sure if I really like him yet. And then when they throw the symbiote in, I love that they, you know, he was an alien. Yeah. That's great. That's good. They didn't try to, like, change that. Like, I was worried about that. Yeah, I was worried that they were going to try and make it because like the ultimate spider-man series that they had on um i can't remember if it was cartoon network or not they made venom like doc octopus made venom really oh yes 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 I so i was that. a little upset with that so i'm glad that they kept the origin story correct and i love the fact that he's like talking to him the whole time influencing him like that's that's what he did that was some of the book. best parts of the movie is yeah. when they were talking and it was funny and um, he was influencing him, and Eddie thought he was going crazy. Yeah. And... That was so funny. Like at the beginning, when he's like eating all this stuff, like, what am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> he's eating the, d- the rotten chicken and up the... and stuff. Yeah. Uh, uh, I I liked pretty much all the same stuff you liked about it. I I like the action scenes, kind of. Yeah. I think they could have been a little bit better. I think Venom could have been a little bit more gruesome. Um, well, yeah, if they kept the R rating, they could have easily made it more gruesome. But that, I guess they tried to drop it down to make it a larger larger audience yeah. scope. I don't yeah. know. It kind and of the, makes sense. The ending fight scene with all just CGI was a little much. Uh, but it was still cool, them throwing in Ryan and stuff. Yeah. My biggest issue about the movie, after thinking about it for a little while, is Eddie Brock and Venom were too likable. Yeah, you're right. I would want to go drink a beer with Eddie Brock and hang out with him. Yeah. And that's not good. I shouldn't want to do that. Eddie Brock is kind of a douchebag. He's kind of a douchebag. I should hate him. And I think what is missing and what's what's interesting to see how this goes is what's missing is the hero. And they were missing Peter and Spider-Man. Right. Because I thought about a lot of the reason why you hate Eddie is because how he treats Peter. Right. And there there wasn't anybody there to be like, okay, this is an outstanding person. He's doing all these great things, and Eddie's fucking over and being awful. And I think maybe they were trying to do that with the girl, but we yeah. never really got a relationship with his love interest. I've been reading a yeah that too. I've been reading a lot of articles 
that were saying like what they were their plans with Venom were in relation to Spider-Man and the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and they are all over the place. Like yeah. it seemed like at first, like when they announced this six months ago, a year ago, they were saying like this was supposed to tie into the Spider-Man universe, which kind of ties into both the cinematic universe and the comic book universe. Then I read another article that said Venom is supposed to be tied to the comic universe, not the cinematic universe. So yeah. it's still not too sure where this ties into doing, everything. Yeah, it's and they left it open enough where they could tie it into whatever they, could. they wanted to tie. Yeah, it since into. this technically takes place in Los Angeles, yeah, they could have Peter Parker's in New York, Venom's in Los Angeles, and they have some clash. Like, I, I highly doubt it. Like, away from home, yeah. or far from home, I don't think they'll tie it in that soon. Probably not. Yeah. Um, I, I did enjoy. I will just shoot, I shoot a load in my pants if they do. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed the movie. I thought it was fun for what it was. It definitely wasn't a masterpiece. But for me, uh, just Eddie and Venom were a little too likable. Yeah. So, um, well, what would you give it overall? I'd give it a 7. Yeah, I'd probably give it about a 6 or a 7, too. Yeah. I would recommend it to people, oh, yeah, it was, especially if you're a comic book fan. If you love Venom and comic books, you'd probably yeah. like it. It's not like... If they kept the R rating like Deadpool, I think it would have been much more cooler to have, like... Venom ripping apart people and showing him eating brains. Maybe I don't know. Ooh, I, I guess why do we need that? But it would still be cool. It's in the comic book. Yeah, he ate brains. What did you think of uh, Carnage at the end of what's his name? Uh, it just seemed kind of thrown in there. It did with Woody Harrelson in his horrible carrot top wig. I know. What's up with that? <laughs> <laughs> I love like they were trying to make him look wild and crazy, but yeah. they look like <laughs> an old what's clown. his name? Uh, Cletus Cassidy. Thank you. All right, Tom. We got some food stuff to talk about. Yeah, boy. You ready? Sure. Food news. Food, glorious food. Food, glorious food. Put it in my mouth and in my my belly. (laughs) (laughs) Aim from my mouth, not from my butt. (laughs) Uh, So did you, uh, you follow Kevin on Twitter, Kevin Smith on Twitter at all? Very Have you rarely. seen this madness? I follow him, but I haven't been watching. I've, I All rarely right. keep up with Twitter, so you got to fill me in. All right, some madness happened yesterday. So Uh-oh. We're recording this on, what, Thursday, Wednesday. Yesterday was Tuesday, the 16th. Yeah. So uh, if you go on Twitter, you can find this whole thing. Basically, Kevin, late, Kevin Smith lately has been obsessed with Veggie Grill. So he's become a vegan, and Veggie Grill is a whole vegan restaurant. Yep. There's one... Literally right down the street from his house. He eats there every single day. Oh, wow. He always gets like a cheeseburger. Well, a vegan a veg, cheeseburger. Vegan, cheeseburger yeah. vegan nachos and like some vegan fries and stuff. And it sounds so, horrible, but all right. He goes there every day. They know him by name. He works for, He works there sometimes and stuff. Really? Like on his computer and stuff. Oh, okay. He just loves veggie. He, he doesn't like work on so, so, the counter. You want some fries or something? Maybe a blowjob? <laughs> I don't know. There he goes. <laughs> hey y'all <laughs> Welcome to Veggie Grill I want to talk to you Kevin? for 20 minutes Well first, to tell you about how I started working at Veggie Grill I gotta, I gotta tell, tell you, you the story about the story the story Six just... months ago, I had, I had a heart attack um, I almost died Kevin, uh, <laughs> Mr. Smith, can I just have food? We just want to order some veggie nachos See, the funny thing about veggie nachos I got, I got like 20 friends <laughs> to tell that I'm a vegan So we gotta speed this up, Kevin <laughs> You know, you so, know it's true. Yeah, right? So he did a Hollywood Babylon in St. Louis. Okay. So he was flying from St. Louis to Vancouver. Okay. He had a, lay, a, sta, a layover in Chicago. 
he looked up and there's a veggie girl in Chicago about 45 minutes from the airport. So he tweeted, he's like, hey friends, uh, do you think I'll be able to make it to veggie girl in time and get back from my flight? Everybody kind of said, no, don't do it. And Chicago traffic's crazy. You're not going to yeah. make it. So then he put out another tweet and he said, okay, general consensus that I shouldn't go. So who wants to deliver me veggie grill? Oh. And he, he was like, here's the location of the veggie grill. Uh, let me know. I'll DM you. I'll give you $200 and a picture if you want one. <laughs> and okay. so a guy, a guy was like, hey, Kev, uh, I'm not doing anything. I Let me put on some pants and I'll go. So he it's a good call. Kevin was gonna try to DM. Please put pants on. Kevin was gonna try to DM him, but then the, Kevin put another tweet out. Said, "Hey, it was like two hours later. Hey, I got on the plane. There was no um, Wi-Fi in the plane, so I couldn't DM you or email you. I'm really sorry." So the guy just the a GM of Veggie Grill of a different Veggie Grill reached out to the guy to give him Kevin's order. He's like, this is what I think Kevin pretty much orders every time he comes in. Yeah. So he gives him the order. He ke- guy goes to the veggie grill, gets Kev all the food, drives to the airport, drops it off. So oh, Kevin no. takes a video with him okay. With, okay. with the veggie grill. And they take a video and pictures together. All the Chicago news blew up. It's all over the Chicago news, all over twi- to trending on Twitter. And the guy, get, Kevin gave the guy 200 bucks. And so pretty crazy, right? That is quite a story, yeah. So my question for you is, yeah, what food would you pay two hundred dollars for to have somebody drive to you? Like if you were flying into somewhere and you really wanted something, and you didn't have time. Yeah, is there anything that you would like have somebody you would pay two hundred bucks for and do your cost of your meal? I'd feel like it'd have to be like a big steak, like a two porterhouses of like the best steak. The best the steak world. you could get, like. Yeah. It would have to be like the most juicy steak and some nice cut potatoes, things like that. Like so something fancy. Something fancy. If I'm paying two hundred bucks, it's gonna be a fancy dinner. For me, it would be Hattie B's hot chicken in Nashville. Hattie B's, huh? I thought about it, and Hattie B's is probably one of the best meals I've ever had in my entire yeah. life. That fried chicken was just fucking amazing. So two opposite ends of the spectrum, right? Mine would be hot, greasy, spicy. Comfort food and yours would be big pieces of meat. Oh heck yeah, mouth. son! I like meat. I like big pieces of meat. In my Completely. Mouth. What can I say? <laughs> Completely opposite of what Kevin paid for. Right. <laughs> well, we haven't had heart attacks yet, so we don't have to. Yeah, worry about yeah, that. yeah. That's the key <laughs> word. <laughs> Give us time. Give us time. Uh, so, and then the yeah, so I wanted to talk to you about that, and then the other thing I wanted to talk about was the Doctor Who spoilers. Uh-huh. She gets the TARDIS at the end of the second episode. At the end of the second episode. No, they can only go so long without a freaking TARDIS. She gets in there. It's part of the who. They remodeled the whole thing. Oh. So Again. she's... Well, okay. Yeah, that, that they makes do it every sense. season. Yeah. So every, every new Doctor every new gets doctor a new one. Yeah. And, uh, and some get three new TARDISes. Like, Matt Smith had, like, three different TARDISes in his whole run. I, I guess think. that's kind of true. Um... Because there was, like, two versions of Matt. There was, like, the Raggedy Doctor, and then later he kind of did, like, the suave kind of yeah. debonair Christmas look with the purple suit stuff. Do you remember that at Kind all? of, yeah. Yeah. And uh, so she comes in, and she's traveling and pulling buttons, and she kicks a lever, and the TARDIS flops out a biscuit. Duh. Like a tea biscuit. Flops out, and she grabs it and gets all excited and eats the tea biscuit, and that was the end of the episode. So apparently... The TARDIS can is a cookie dispenser now. That's amazing. 
I always love so that. that was like in the amazing. Santa Claus where they have like the cookie when he's driving. And now pops a cookie. I was yeah. like, that would be amazing having a real car. Be pretty cool. So right? now, now you can have that in the TARDIS. So what kind of snack, schnock, like an easy accessible snack, would you want the TARDIS to produce for you? I think what would be great was just like, you know how you can get those like Twizzlers rope. Yeah, and just like keep cutting it, just like that's a pretty cut, good idea. Cut. Like a paper towel, this long yeah, roll. Just like a, <laughs> it's just like infinite rope of Twizzler. That sounds uh, amazing. That's a pretty good idea. Miss, Mrs. Madman, my wife said that she would want a coffee dispenser. Yeah, thought that was pretty good too. Yeah, yeah. I don't like no. coffee, so no. I think I get me on thing. I wanted to dispense beer for me, beer and pretzels, beer and pretzels. I think that like would be pretty stuffed awesome. pretzels. No, like homemade baked, baked pretzels. Oh, okay. So, like, almost like Philadelphia. Like, there's, like, like, an oven. Like, there's an oven in the TARDIS console, and it just, whenever I open the door, it pops soft me Soft pretzels? Out. Like, giant nice, soft pretzels? A giant soft nice. pretzel with the big pieces of salt on it. What about mustard? It. Yeah. And mustard a little drizzle? Bit of mustard. There you and go. And it pops it out, and there's that, and then she pours me a beer, too. So, right. every time I walk into the TARDIS, I get a fresh baked pretzel. And then you stumble out of the TARDIS, because you... you <laughs> hey! I'm the doctor. I'm here to save the, the world on the protector. Hey, what time is it? G. What time? I love G. I love G. Fantastic. I'm the doctor. Sir, are you okay? It's okay. I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor. I'm, just, I'm a doctor with sonic tampons. <laughs> sonic ones. Tampons are sonic. <laughs> That'd be a perfect way to end it. Uh, but we need to get uh, some plugs. <laughs> like tampons? <laughs> oh, if they want to hear more about our uh, us so, and our so crazy if antics you, and offensive. If you can't handle once a week, you can uh, <laughs> You can follow us on Twitter at Deep Fried Geeks or Facebook Deep Fried Geeks. Yes. Wherever you want to look for podcasts, Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, Deep Fried Geeks. Just yeah. check us out. You want to get some Instagram food pictures? Yeah. Check Go us. on Instagram. Check us out on there. If you got any soft pretzel pictures or infinite Twizzlers, take a picture of it. Send it to us. Yes. Tag us. Tag in us it. in there. Oh, you could always put hashtag DFG, hashtag Deep Fried Geeks, hashtag Put It in My Mouth. Huh? That's right, baby. Boom. And also, if you want to email us, say, hey, you guys are doing a great job. I just want to chit-chat with you. You can email us at deepfriedgeeks at gmail.com. Yes, and we will read your email on We may the even broadcast. read it right on the pod. Especially if you mention stuff like callbacks, like about Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> I tried Sonic Cam. And Clammy Canes. And it didn't work. Clammy <laughs> <Clammy> Canes. <laughs> and Bear Arms. Bear Ooh, Arms. That's a... <laughs> Alright, so to end, you have to do a commercial about Sonic Tampons as uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. As Arnold Schwarzenegger? Why would he use a Sonic Tampon? I don't know. I was going to say Bill Cosby, but I thought that might be a little offensive. Yeah. Oh, that <laughs> Alright, well, here we go. Or anybody you want. It doesn't anybody have to be. Arnold. I can't really do a woman's voice, so here we go. Okay. We're, doing, we're doing Arnold. You know what? Let's. Let's throw, let's throw Dobby back in the mix. Dobby? Okay. We haven't had him in a long time. Alright. Dobby, Dobby's really worried about his flow, but he also is worried about saving the world. What is Dobby gonna do? Here, try my solid tampons. Thank you, Doctor Who. Dobby will put it right up in his sock. Sonic tampons brought to you by Tampax. <laughs> <laughs>
the tampon of the future. Keep home and geek out. <laughs>